Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm here in South Florida, and this is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the Spirit of God, the still small voice of God, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Catch that, because that's what we do here. He's a powerful God. He's everywhere. He wants to make sure we know it. Amen. God is good. If you're in South Florida, I expect to see you on Sunday. We have two church services at Awakening House of Prayer. The first service this week, I'm talking about overcoming or getting delivered, whichever way you want to put it. If you're a little more benign, you're overcoming. If you're really hardcore like me, you're going to get delivered. Get delivered from the voice of impatience. Hmm. My, 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 my. The voice of impatience, that spirit of impatience. Oh, gosh. It'll ruin your life. 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., we're starting a new series. You'll have to come to find out what it is. No, I'm just kidding. It's activating the nine gifts of the spirit. You can take it online. We're on a lag time. We wait a couple of weeks in between when we start a new series in person and when we begin to display it online. But you can sign up for this online using your special code mornings. Activating the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. I think it's 15 classes. It's on early bird right now. If you're going to get on it, get in on it. You've got your double discount because you've got your mornings code. M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S. Go use that code over there at school of the spirit.tv if you're not in south florida good morning to all my ignite network members the awakening prayer hubs members god is good all the time today's devotion is titled fear leads you away from my heart this is from evenings with the holy spirit fear leads you away from my heart isn't that the truth and here's what i heard the lord say fear will lead you nowhere good Fear leads you away from my heart, my promises, my provision, and everything else I am trying to put into your hands, says the Lord. Fear is not just an obstacle to overcome. It's also a spirit that you have to fight like you would fight a thief who comes into your home. 
Fear comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and it will if you let it. Will you let fear wreak havoc on your life? Or will you choose to rise up in your authority and in the blessings and choose faith? It's up to you. Look at that. We have a choice. Come on. We have a choice. Come on. We have a choice today and every day. That voice of fear is so subtle. But if you listen closely to what you're thinking about, you'll catch the thief called fear and you'll rise up in faith and push it back. Amen. That's your portion. That's what you're going to do. I know that's what you're going to do. You're not going to let fear plague you anymore. You're an overcomer in Jesus name. John 14, 27, Matthew 6, 34 and Isaiah 43 verse one are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter, I refuse to allow fear to wreak havoc on my life. I reject all worry and anxiety. I choose life, peace, and overwhelming joy. Send your angels who hearken to the voice of Father and his words to protect me from the assignments of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen and and amen. Father, we thank you this morning. We bind all interference and every assignment against our breakthrough today. We command our morning to line up with the will of God, with the word of God, with the promises of the almighty God. I said, we command our morning to line up. We command our day to line up. We take authority over this day. We shall not bow to fear on this day. We shall not bow to anxiety on this day. We shall not bow to rejection on this day, but we will bow to you, the one true living God, the God almighty, the God everlasting, the eternal God, Elohim creator God. We will bow to you because you are bow worthy. We will bow down low in all humility with hearts full of gratitude for the God who rescued us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So we refuse to walk in darkness on this day. We command all darkness to leave our presence on this day. Get out of here. We walk in the light. We walk in love. We've put on Christ. We're walking in the promises of God. That is how we roll. That is how we walk. That is how we move. We live and move and have our being in the almighty God, in the everlasting God, in the most high God, in the God who knows everything, the God who sees everything, the God who's everywhere all the time. That's how we roll. That's how we move. That's how we walk. We walk in the spirit and not the, the, the fruits of the flesh, the lust of the flesh. We walk in the spirit with the fruit of the spirit and the joy of the spirit, the peace of the spirit. We walk with you, God. So we command every demon power in our presence to slither away now in Jesus' name. You will not get one up on us this day. You will not distract us from the glory this day. You will not keep us out of the promise this day. We thank you, Lord, that it is written. We are more than than conquerors in Christ Jesus. It is written, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. It is written, the enemy, he has no authority over us because we are in Christ and he is under our feet. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and the devil is under our feet. So we thank you, Lord, that we can command our morning. 
We speak words of life over ourselves. Well, let the weak say, I am strong. You might look weak. You might feel weak. You might, you might, you might be overcome with thoughts of weakness, but God says you're strong. Let the sick say, I'm healed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the ones in bondage say, I'm free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Father, would you help us not not just to move in the opposite spirit of the enemy, but to move in the opposite words. Would you help us, Lord, to continually speak words of life over our life? Would you help us, Lord, to catch ourselves before we agree with the enemy? Oh, Lord, let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing to you. We want to please you in thought, in word, in deed. We don't want to curse ourselves. We don't want to uh, uh, speak words of death over ourselves. We don't want to tie ourselves up with words of death. We don't want to find ourselves in bondage because of the words of our very own mouth, inspired by the enemy, inspired by what we see with our eyes, inspired by what we hear with our natural ears, the bad news, the bad news, the bad news, the bad news. Lord, help us, Lord, to find something good to say. That's the better way. It's our mission for today. We will not continue to wrap ourselves up with words of death. We can't even really blame the enemy. We know what the truth is. The truth sets us free. We know what the truth is. The truth sets us free. The father of lies is very vocal. The father of lies is very subtle. The father of lies is very clever. The father of lies is very crafty. The father of lies is a liar. And we will not speak his agenda out of our mouth. Father, help us to stop agreeing with the wicked one. Help us to stop allowing him to command our morning, allowing him to direct our day, direct our steps, direct our thoughts. Come on. Help us, Lord, to stop allowing the enemy to direct our day, to direct our steps, to direct our thoughts. You want to direct our steps, God. You are more than willing to direct our steps, God. You are more than able to direct our steps, God. You are more than able to direct our thoughts, God. So help us to think on things that are lovely and pure, honorable, of a good report. Help us, Lord, to set our minds on you so that we can walk in perfect peace. Help us, Lord, to think about and gaze upon your beauty, inquire of your temple, becoming that person of one thing to where when foreign thoughts, foreign thoughts, foreign thoughts, thoughts that are foreign to your kingdom, lies, judgments, accusations, gossip, slanders, when these thoughts come that are contrary to your love, we will discern them and we will cast them down and they will be punished in the name of Jesus. Jesus, would you help us today to see what we cannot see, to hear what we don't seem to hear? We want to hear it. We want to hear these thoughts. They're so subtle. We can barely hear them, but they're influencing our minds. We want to be able to hear exactly what lie the enemy is launching at our minds so that we can cast it down. I just feel so many of you are just walking around in circles, like in the spirit or even in your life. I mean, not literally all day, but it's almost as if you're getting nowhere fast. And it's because the devil is leading you in a circle. He's leading you through a cycle. It always ends the same way. (laughs) It always starts the same way. The middle is always the same. It's a cycle. It's a circle. And your thoughts, he's leading you with your thoughts. I just saw a picture. I just saw a vision. And there's Christians 
on leashes and the enemy is holding the other side of the leash and he's leading you with your thought life. That should make you mad. That's called a bondage. You know what bondage means? It means you're in chains. It means you're being led by a foreign entity. Look, the devil is a foreigner to the kingdom of God. He has no passport. He's, he was cast out. He was cast down. He doesn't live there anymore. Now he lives in our realm, in the earth realm. And some of you, he is leading you on a leash that's connected to a demon that's whispering in your ear, you're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not ever going to prosper. These are the thoughts that are keeping you going in circles. That's why you didn't bother to go for the last promotion because you didn't think you could get it because you didn't get the last three and you got tired of failing. You got tired of trying. You got tired of feeling bad about yourself. So now you don't even bother anymore. That is a bondage. That is a demonic stronghold in your mind that holds you back from what God has for you in your life. You got to break that in Jesus name. Do not allow the enemy to lead you on a leash. You're not a dog. You're not an animal. You're not held captive. Jesus, we break this assignment to keep us in bondage through our thought life in Jesus name. We speak to every thought. We take cat. We take it captive in Jesus name. Yes, Lord. Shall pray in the spirit with me. Jesus, Jesus, you are the king. We will think on things that are pure. We will think on things that are lovely. We will think on things that you've told us to think on. We're going to stop, God. We repent for thinking on things that we have no business thinking on. Help us, Lord, to shift our thought life. Help us, Lord, to understand finally, once and for all, how our thoughts become words and our words become reality. Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. So, Father, help us to fix our thoughts on what is true. So many of us have fixed our thoughts on a lie and we don't know it. We're deceived. We can't see it. We keep hearing it. It's renewed our mind. We think it's true, but it's a lie. Would you help us, Lord, to stop fixing our thoughts on things that are not right, that are not good, that are not true, that are not honorable, that are not pure, that are not lovely. God, we want to think lovely thoughts because you're a lovely God and you're thinking lovely thoughts towards us all the time. Your thoughts towards us are, are more than the number of grains of sand on a seashore. You know, every number of hairs on our head, you know, everything about us and you're thinking about us all the time. We are the apple of your eye. We want to think about you all the time. We want to keep you at the center of our focus so that when the lie tries to intrude, we can interrupt the lie with the truth. I said, when that lie tries to intrude, we can interrupt the lie with your truth. And then we will walk in greater levels of freedom. Then we will walk in greater levels of wisdom and breakthrough. When the lie tries to intrude, we interrupt the lie with truth. Somebody needs to write that down and send it to me. That's good. When the lie tries to intrude, listen, we want to have such a peaceful mind, such a loving demeanor, 
We want to have uh, such a focus on Jesus that when the lie tries to intrude, we immediately detect it and interrupt that lie with the truth. So the enemy is always trying to interrupt your life with sickness and disease, with strife, with depression. He's trying to interrupt your life and he does it with thoughts. But once we discern the lie, we can interrupt the lie with God's truth that sets us free. So it's up to you. It's largely up to you. Now, this is going to shock you. Don't get mad at me now. This is going to shock you, but it's, it's largely up to you whether you want to walk around in bondage or you want to walk around in freedom. You have that choice. God told Joshua, I, or, uh, he, I believe it was Joshua, he said, I've set before you this day life and death. Choose life. It's always been your choice. Come on, this is where we, this is where we grow up. This is where we put our big girl pants on and our big boy pants on and we face reality. It's always been your choice to walk in freedom or walk in bondage. It's always been your choice to release the power of death and the power of life out of your own mouth. Nobody can make you do anything. It's always been your choice to choose life or choose death. It's always been your choice. It was your choice to accept Christ. Nobody can make you. And nobody can make you think right thoughts. And guess what? Nobody can make you think wrong thoughts. And guess what? Nobody can make you speak good words and nobody can make you speak bad words. You have authority over your mind and your mouth. So Father, we submit our minds and our mouth to your leadership. And we repent, Lord, for allowing the enemy, for allowing him, for allowing him. We, 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 we ask you, Lord, we, we, we just ask you to forgive us for allowing the enemy to tempt us to deceive us, to fool us, to trick us into thinking thoughts that are not aligned with your word, into saying words that bring his will into our life. Jesus, the words we speak determine the direction of our life. The words are agreeing with somebody's will, either the enemies or the Lord. So, Father, forgive us. I just sense so much distraction and interference in this broadcast but that's because people are getting free all over the world right now let's let's wrap this up father we repent for allowing the enemy to put pressure on our thought life to put pressure on our tongues we repent for choosing death over and over again and complaining about it forgive us lord for choosing consistently choosing death over and over again and then complaining about it you said your words are spirit and their life. The enemy's words are spirit and their death. Help us, Lord, to get on the right side of this equation. We don't want to be led forth like a dog with a leash in bondage to a demon who's controlling our thoughts and putting pressure on our tongue. So forgive us, Lord, and help us. Cleanse us from this unrighteousness. Help us to remember this next time we feel compelled to speak death over ourselves. Help us to remember this next time we're in that fiery trial under so much pressure. Help us just to keep our mouths shut until we can get our mind right. Help us, Lord, to see what we couldn't see. Now, Father, you said you put us in remembrance of your word. You said the Holy Spirit would put us in remembrance of your word. So, Father, we're asking you when the heat is on, remind us of your word. When the heat is on, remind us of your truth. 
When the heat is on, when the pressure is on, when the enemy is raging against our life, when the warfare is so crazy that we just feel like we want to give up, Holy Spirit, remind us, put us in remembrance of the word. Jesus said his words are spirit and they're life. Holy Spirit, help us to find the right sword to swing against the lie. Huh. I saw, just saw a vision. Listen, there's a, the enemy has fiery darts, but we have a sword. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? A sword can break the fiery dart. You've just got to swing the sword. Do you see it? The enemy has fiery darts. These are metaphors, but the fiery dart is no match for the sword unless you don't swing the sword. If you don't swing the sword and the fiery dart lands, then of course it's going to burn up your life. But the reality is, if you swing the sword, that fiery dart will be broken before it reaches you. Do you understand what I mean? So, Father, help us to speak the word only. Help us, Lord, to keep confessing the scriptures, even when we don't feel like it, even when it looks like nothing's happening, when it looks like nothing's changing, when it looks like it's not working. Help us, Lord, to continue to walk in faith, to understand that your word shall not return to you void, but it shall accomplish what you sent it to do, and it'll accomplish what we sent it to do in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory for who you are. You are the God who keeps us. You're faithful. No one can snatch us out of your hand. So, Father, today we command our day, this day, this morning. We command our morning, this day, right now. We command our present moment. And we say, line up with the word of God, with the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's shift into the planting. I really feel like uh, that this is a real key for you. I don't even know who I'm talking to, okay? I don't even know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody. You're like, command your morning. Watch that. You know, that's the devil that's talking to you. That's not you. That's the devil that's talking to you. That's what he's saying to you. Job 38, 12. Have you ever commanded the morning to appear and cause the dawn to rise in the east? And so God commands every day and night. He's in charge of all of it. But he's given us authority in the earth. And we have authority over our day, our life. And we either submit that authority to God and walk with him. Or we give that authority to the devil and see his purposes and plans come to pass in our life. So we can command our morning. Essentially, we're commanding the enemy to take his hands off, essentially, is what we're doing. Because we don't command God and we don't command angels. You understand? We don't command God and we don't command angels, but we can command our morning. In other words, we're commanding uh, the enemy to leave, to loose, to, to, we're thwarting his plans and purposes for today. I want to pray through this thing with you because this is really powerful. Listen, the other day, I read this in Proverbs 22, 8. Listen, Proverbs 22, 8. Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster and their reign of terror will come to an end. We're going to pray into this, plucking up plants of injustice in your life. That's what we're praying into. Plucking up plants of injustice in your life. That's what we're praying into. Proverbs 22, 8, those who plant injustice will harvest disaster and their reign of terror will come to an end. Now, a lot of you have been dealing with the enemy's reign of terror in this season. A lot of you have seen the enemy sowing seeds of calamity and injustice and disaster in your life. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord is about to flip the script. 
the enemy who placed the enemy of talking about demons now the enemy who planted injustice in your life is about to harvest a disaster the enemy who sowed injustice into your life that demon power that inspired someone to stab you in the back that demon power that inspired you to uh, to inspire somebody to steal your money that demon power that inspired someone to uh, to sow uh, gossip and slander and all of this wickedness into your life they're about to see a harvest of disaster is why we have to pray for the people because they don't really know what they're doing. They wouldn't do it. The Bible is very clear. Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster and their reign of terror will come to an end. So father, we thank you that you are a good, good father. You are awesome. You are mighty. There is no God like you. You're a God of justice. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Father, we're so grateful. We love you. We submit ourselves to you. We submit our day, our future, our life, our eternity. We are fully submitted to you. And so we ask you, Lord, to forgive those who planted injustice, those who are inspired by demon powers to plant injustice into our life, to sow injustice into our life. God, we ask you, Lord, to forgive them and we forgive them because we want to see your justice done on the enemy, not on the person, but on the enemy. We want to see your vengeance come against the enemy, not the person, but the spirit. Lord, you love all people and we all do stuff sometimes that we wish we hadn't done. And so we harbor no ill will toward your creation. We harbor no ill will toward your people. Even those unbelievers who the enemy has used against us, Lord, they just need to know you. They just need to meet love. They just need to come face to face with the creator of the earth. Lord, so forgive them because they didn't know what they were doing. Forgive them. We forgive them. Show mercy on those who planted injustice in our lives. But God, we do. We do want to see vengeance against these demon powers, not just because of what they did to us, but because they're using other people like puppets. And those people, they also pay a price for being used of the enemy. They're sowing seeds. And although your mercy is wide and deep and, and awesome, we still do reap what we sow. So Lord, we want vengeance we want vengeance. We're plucking up these plants of injustice right now in Jesus' name. Come on, let's do this. Somebody just say, I pluck it up. We pluck up these plants of injustice. The enemy planted injustice. We pluck up these plants of injustice in our lives in Jesus' name. We pluck up the plant of slander in our life right now. We pluck it up by the roots. It shall not thrive in our life anymore. Come on. We pluck up these, 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 uh, these, these plants of, of, of injustice through, uh, through stealing. We pluck up these seeds. We pluck it up. These seeds of injustice. I see that, Lord. Some of you, listen, we're going on a preemptive strike. Listen to me. Listen to me. We're going on a preemptive strike. Some of you haven't seen the injustice manifest yet because the enemy sowed the seeds, but the injustice hasn't manifested. There's been some people talking behind your back. There's been some plots and plans of the enemy while you were sleeping. The enemy sowed seeds of injustice, but they haven't manifested yet. And because we discerned it ahead of time, they're not going to 
to manifest because we saw the plan of the enemy. We're plucking up the seeds before they even get rooted. We're plucking up the seeds before they can bear fruit. We're plucking up the seeds of injustice. Come on, we sever these seeds of injustice now in Jesus' name. You better go on, go on this ride with me. We sever. We, we, we uproot them. We pull them out. We pluck them up. Oh, Father, I thank you. We will not water the seeds of injustice with the words of our mouth, but we will pull them up, every single one of them, God. Help us to see every single one of these seeds of injustice that the enemy has planted. Oh, he's planting seeds in the hearts of people right now to come against us. He's planting seeds with people that we know to stab us in the back. He's planting seeds. He's planting seeds. The enemy is always planting seeds of injustice in the souls of other people. And that is why they do us dirty. That is why they do us wrong. That is why they come against us because of the seeds the enemy planted in their soul. So Father, we ask you to encounter those ones who are plotting and planning against us, inspired by the enemy, that one that's trying to steal our job, that one that's trying to disrupt our marriage, that one that's trying to, to gossip and slander, the one they're meditating, they're thinking, that one that's about to stab us in the back. We pluck up the seeds of injustice in the name of Jesus. We say you will not germinate, you will not sprout, you will not come forth, you will not bear fruit. We suffer you at the, at the seed level now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this divine strategy this morning that is not just the plucking up of the plants, but we're going down, not even to the root, but we're going down to the seed. My God, I need to develop that. Are you following me? It's one thing to pluck up a plant. It's another thing to sever a root. It's a whole nother level of spiritual warfare to get down to the seed level. It's a whole nother level of warfare to get down to the seed level. And this is what brings us all back around. What did I tell you? It's words. The sower sowed what? The word. The sower sowed the word. The sower sowed the word. And some of the seed just fell upon the wayside. And it didn't even take root. So I I decree that the seed of the enemy that he's trying to scatter against us will fall along the roadside and will not take root in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. We're going down to the seed level. The words, the seeds are the words. The sower sowed the words. God, would you help us to stop sowing these seeds in our own lives? Would you help us to stop sowing these seeds in other people's lives? Would you help us, Lord, to understand that every word we say is a seed that will take root and will bear fruit in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus, help us to look at the fruit of our life and help us to consider the words of our mouth. Help us to, to look at the fruit of our life and help us to consider the words of our mouth. Help us to look at the fruit of our life. What we don't like started as a seed. It started as a word, actually started as a thought. But the word gave birth to the thought, Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to examine our life, the fruit of our life. Help us, Lord, to go down to the seed level in our soul. The thought that was planted there, the seed, the thought. The enemy, listen, the enemy plants the thought seed and we plant the word seed. He sows the thought. He brings the thought to our mind. It doesn't become activated in our life till we speak it out or till we act it out. So, Father, we repent. Help us, Lord, to get down to the seed level, 
to look at the fruit of our life, to look at and understand what we've done to allow the enemy in, in Jesus' name. We pluck them up. We pluck them up. We pluck them up. We pluck up the seeds the enemy sowed while we were sleeping. We weren't paying attention. We didn't guard our mind. We didn't gird up the loins of our mind. We weren't vigilant. We weren't watchful. We allowed the enemy to plant these seeds. Listen, other people are planting seeds in your life too through their words, and they don't even have to be word curses. It's not all about a word curse. Every word is like a seed. It accomplishes something. We're in a war of words. That's how we do warfare is with words. Everything's about words. What are you going to give life to? Listen, I'll do a whole long teaching on this at some point, but I need to develop it. The Lord's been talking to me about words all week, but that whole seed level thing, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Wouldn't it be better instead of having to pluck up a plant? You know how hard it is to, to tear down an oak tree? You got to saw it down, but then you, to get the roots out, you know how deep those roots go of an oak tree? It's not, not easy to pull those up. It would be much better to get to the seed level even than to the root level. Once you got a tree and it's got all kind of fruit all over it, man, by that time, you can get it done. You can take it down, but it's a lot more work is what I'm saying. Amen, guys. Let me go. I love you. I'll see you later. Have a great night. We'll be back with you next week. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.